Hey folks, this is ECW Original and former WWE superstar, the Blue Meanie. And you're listening to Predetermined, a pro wrestling hangout. Please listen or they're going to kidnap me and take me away and you'll never see me again. Help! Help! Everybody, welcome to another episode of Predetermined, a pro wrestling hangout. I'm your host, Garrett Callender, and with me, as always, a man who is currently decked head to toe in his own merchandise, Derek Halpin. It feels pretty special to be at an event like this, repping your own merch, right? Oh, I feel fantastic. You feel cool? Yeah, but I mean, hey, Ke- Kevin Nash was wearing a Flip Gordon shirt. So, really? Yeah, no, I'm just joking. You're oh, currently damn it, I got really the, excited. I thought that was the yeah. story. You're well, currently we hearing the voice special, of a couple guests. We have a couple special guests today. Yeah, introduce them, Derek. Uh, we got a couple gentlemen here from the uh, Best There Ever Was uh, podcast. You guys and are from New York. We are. Welcome we to are. Chicago. We I'm are. Chris. Yeah, I'm, I'm Fax. And we're the Curtain Jerks. Yeah. That's how our show sort of starts. You have so some like, nice jackets. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we felt like if we're media, we needed to uh, look sort of like media, and so we now look like 70s uh, sports announcers. And, and, and certainly, yeah, anyone listening to this can probably check out our YouTube channel and see us in our blazers doing some stuff at StarCast. Yeah, go ahead. Plug, plug your social media. Plug, plug your show here at the top of the I'm going to fuck it up. So, Chris, why don't you... Oh, wait. Can I curse on this? Yeah, swear Absolutely. as... I'm going to fuck as much this as you shit want. up. Yeah. The best there fuck. ever was on the Atlantic Transmission Network. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can subscribe to our channel on YouTube, which has our more current content. We talked a whole bunch about the New Japan G1 Climax and All In, and we'll talk about a lot more things as, as things happen. Yeah, and, just, and Twitter, it's curtain underscore jerks. Nice. Twitter's probably the, the best place to get, get all of our stuff. So I'll say this is kind of impromptu, but you mentioned Kevin Nash, and uh, we were talking earlier uh, about the new WWE like custom t-shirt shop. Right. And how I feel like I'm my summer style for next year is I'm just going to get those like Wolfpack tank tops. Yes. I'm just going to channel Kevin Nash just all summer. Because that, that feels like a reasonable thing to do, right? The best thing you could do is get, like, one of the old NWO shirts that has the split down the middle with the red and the white on there oh. and cut the sleeves off of that. Maybe yeah. one that says For Life underneath of it. See, of course. I was trying to seek out Kevin Nash all day yesterday. I threw my neck out, and I thought of everyone that's a part of StarCast, his hands look like they'd be the most pleasing yeah. to work that knot out. He, he, yeah. was, he was talking yeah. about that all day. He's like, I want Kevin Nash's meaty hands I on think I said shoulders. meaty mitts over meaty and over yeah. again. That was well, you know, I mean, he was in Magic Mike, so you know he knows how to, you know, he knows his way around the human body. He was, he was also spared by John Wick. Well, there you go. He was in The Punisher. Yeah, he was in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. He's probably got a feathery tattoo. Super Shredder, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about you? Uh, Massage from a wrestler? Who are you picking? Ooh, um, (laughs) I mean, you got to go with. I think I like a nice hard one, so I'm going to go with the King of Strong Style, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, shit, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I got to think. See, you you think about your back, but uh, you know, sometimes your forehead hurts. I think uh, Barry Windham with the Iron Claw. Okay, okay. It's a nice, nice forehead massage. Um, and then at the end, I'll be like, I submit, and uh, that's how <laughs> that's how it ended. I, you don't see the Iron Claw very much anymore. Well, no, I, it's I a also terrible move. Feel like Chris, have you ever gotten a massage and get the point of it? I mean, if you're submitting during your massages, I, 
you're tapping out. I don't know. Think you're doing time. it right. You're paying someone else to do this. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's what. It's, what what's what's the right answer? How how, how is a massage supposed to end, Pax? Uh, well, you know, uh, I don't know if kids listen to this, With but hand usually massaging your depends temples. on what kind of tip they want to get. You know what I'm saying? Well, speaking for you guys, uh, I'll, our show is about the the greatest matches. What do you guys think is the the best Kevin Nash match ever? Ooh. Off the top of my head, what is the best Kevin Nash well, match? Well, I think there's there's a few memorable ones. I think that's, that's your definition of best. Everyone will always talk about his match against Goldberg because it was the end of the streak, right? Right, which and, is a and, better I mean, match than people remember, I think. Yeah. Monument. Well, it can't be worse than most people probably remember. <laughs> like, if you haven't seen that match in a while and you're just like, imagine a Goldberg match. That's the one. I think bad. Goldberg in general. Like, I watched the Hogan when he won the title for the first yeah. time. I legitimately loved that match. Goldberg. I think it was... A, I think it was the, the right culmination of stuff. We just had this conversation the other day. We were, we were driving somewhere, and we were talking about how back in that time period, everything was about ratings on television. Mm-hmm. And I think people look back now in hindsight, and they're like, well, they gave that away for free on TV. And we're like, well, yeah, but at the time, that was, that was how you were trying to win the war. It didn't really – nobody was talking about pay-per-view buy rates between WCW and, and WWF at the time, I guess. Right, but yeah. The, fo- the problem there is, in that one was definitely the follow-up and not – the, the fact that they did it on Nitro, right? Yeah. It would have been maybe okay if Goldberg had a pay-per-view opponent worth talking about for, like, the six months that followed right. up till Starcade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that was... Yeah, because, I mean, in that match, people, like, shit on Nash looking back because of the finger poke and the booking run. But I was super into Kevin Nash in 1998. Well, I was like, so oh, excited for, for that sure. match. And he had great hair. Can we, great, such great hair. Can we talk about the fact that even the way things played out at the end of that Starcade match with Goldberg, it set things up for something interesting in the weeks to come. Totally. Well, and also, if you could teleport to the uh, Russo era of WCW, yeah. you'd be like, how much would you have paid to have Kevin Nash back as head booker? Over over Russo <laughs> like, writing like, that shit. Well, every. He, he, I mean, how many times has he said, like, in shoot interviews, he's like, he was the guy who proposed having Mysterio beat him yeah. in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kevin Nash definitely never made David Arquette the champion, to the right. best of my knowledge. So, right. you know, there's that at, at a bare minimum. There's some. I was actually watching a couple of those. There's some good stuff on those, like, Nash booked shows. Um, there's, like, that whole tag feud with uh, Raven and Saturn against Kidman and Ray and uh, the Horsemen. It's super fun. You can still go back and watch. Those I matches. just I, there's there's got to be an alternate timeline out there in the universe where things after Starcade go way better. Yeah, I would totally. Think. Well, and and then I think they did a roundtable. I think was, they did something for the network, WWE Network. Sorry, uh, where they were talking about how they they built up this huge war between NWO Hollywood and NWO right. Wolfpack, and then they never did anything. It was they kind never of did a the lo- match. it was kind of a lopsided thing. Like, like I've said this on our podcast. The problem with the NWO originally was that you had all these cool heels. That right. was just not, no one was believable that could beat them. Maybe, yeah, Goldberg could beat Hogan, but you didn't have another set of guys that could take on the NWO. Then when you split that in the Wolfpack and you kind of made them you made them baby faces and added, like, Sting and Luger, right. it's like, okay, they're baby faces, but what other faction could possibly compete with them? And, and NWO Hollywood was Hogan... Freaking Horace Hall, Virgil. They, they, they still technically had Hall uh, at one yeah, point. Yeah, while he was in rehab, yeah. maybe you know his vest. The giant. Okay, all right. But I feel like I feel like you think I'm, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate with you. I was Scott just like, Norton. I was just like represent. Yeah. Steiner, Bagwell, Kurt Hennig. I think was in Hollywood, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not. 
It's not good. Yeah, I mean, but you had... But this is the thing. If you write it correctly, you totally could have had somebody join them. There could have been another... Sure. There could have been another member to even things up. I, I know. I'm You could have, but I'm just saying, as it was presented on screen without the time machine, it would have never been a fair fight. You could do any amount on any amount. The, the Wolfpack is, is in kayfabe going over, and well, it's not... You know. I will say, though, the, the, the thing about the NWO is that it, it still sort of endures, so much so that I'm, I'm literally staring right now at a Buffalo Wild Wings thing, they have a new yeah. wing order t-shirt. That's yeah. just the NWO. I got the koozie. Uh, I got the pop koozie. culture. It's, it's I, just ingrained. Zeitgeist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Kardashians are wearing... Is, is that weird? Well, that's why I got the koozie. It wasn't that it was all in. It was that it was new wing order. No, 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 new wing. This is so weird podcasting in this zone. Like, as we were talking, just then Medusa walked by. Yeah, she's yeah. chilling. Just, yeah, I, I think pretty. that's been the weirdest thing about doing this all day, is just seeing these legends. Like, any of these people you've named could walk by at any point yeah exactly and, and well and if they do we should just yell louder and be like kevin nash <laughs> so, so i gotta tell you a story so we get in here we get set up and not too long after we get set up scott steiner walks by and i don't know where i got the gall to do this but he walked by i was like scotty he looked over i thought i was about to get my ass kicked mm, yeah <laughs> like I, I think he just looked at me he's like oh this is a fat wrestling mark like yeah not pleased like, with the physique he, he didn't do anything yeah. I, th- I thought I was gonna get beat, but he, he didn't. He didn't like do he a didn't podcast engage. either. No, no. He, he just went outside. Yeah. Hmm. What about have you, have you guys been to the merch? The merch? Have you checked yeah. that out yet? Yeah. I just I, we haven't spent a lot of time. I just want to see. I just want like a men's bathing suit that is just Ted DiBiase's trunks. That I've been looking for that for years, <laughs> and that's I don't know if the custom WWE shop might have that for me. <laughs> I, want, I do want the white Money Inc. WrestleMania, you know, oh, that's variant. A good one. That's I want a good both, one. but yeah. I want the black one. Yeah. Have you, have you done any uh, wrestling cosplay? Have I done any wrestling I'm cosplay? Uh, well, uh, we are doing a live stage show soon that we're also going to post yeah. online. In which I, I do play Macho Man Randy Savage at okay. one point. Yeah. So, so I don't know if I'm cosplaying fully because i'm i'm wearing I mean, a judge's robe too I that'll do, make way I more do, sense if you see the sketch i do own a mankind mask a wig and a, an actual mick foley made mr Sacco, and i am a fat guy with a beard so <laughs> i technically bought it for halloween but it kind of was just for me have like, you guys done any cosplay anything well uh, this is a great story uh for my wedding i have a very understanding wife we got married on halloween i was married as the miz oh wow that's a good one. Yeah. Wow. And uh, yeah. did she go as Maurice? No, she was. Uh, she's not a wrestling fan. Okay. That uh, there's there is a line to what she's willing to do. But uh, this guy, best man, dressed as KO, had the tattoos and everything for the uh, the evening. Real tattoos? Yeah. I didn't get real tattoos, okay. but I got like really good. Like I got one of my friends to draw them on. They looked oh. excellent. And I had I gave a best man speech. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Owens garb. in character. Yeah. Well. Almost. Oh no no. Okay. There was an announcement made at the beginning of the wedding that if somebody acted out during the during the ceremony, that I was allowed to pop up power bomb them through one of the tables. Ooh. Yeah. Correct. Well, I was gonna say, did you go through a table? Was there a cage anywhere? I should have. Well, I yeah. found out that one of the people attending the wedding had secretly had on uh, Mr. Ass trunks mm. the entire wedding, and at the end of the night shouted my name and I turned around and he tried to call me out as Mr. Ass to have a match That's at the terrific. ceremony. Mr. That's Ass true. versus The Miz. He's an ass man. I, I will say, uh, mm. The Miz is one of the wrestlers, my wife not generally wrestling, but The Miz is one of the wrestlers my wife likes. 
in part because she <laughs> met him in a bar in Hollywood like 10 years ago. Okay. What? <laughs> She's like, he was really nice. Before, was he, before he was wrestling famous. It was like right, yeah, it was like just when he like started wrestling and the fact that she, she knew him as the Miz, she, he, he was really happy about that. She knew him as real world Miz. Yeah, but she was like, oh, you're going to be a wrestler. Same. You're the Miz. Um, so yeah. She uh, she's like she's like you should kiss me and he did and so she's forever <laughs> that my wife has been a Miz fan she's like I'm just uh, nice a big, uh, yeah we and weirdly we ended up having a baby uh, like a week before the Miz did hit you and your wife not you I was and gonna the say Miz, where right? is this going me and me and yeah. Maurice my wife and the Miz and me and Maurice we it's all, very complicated we had actually. a child he kissed her yeah. so I showed her had a yeah. baby with him. <laughs> Neither neither Chris nor the Miz are going to do any DNA tests for either of their recent babies. <laughs> You're afraid of the results. But there's some stuff going on. I was, and I also was, you named his your wife. Still has not said who is the best there ever was. <laughs> but your your baby is Monroe Sky. It was just yeah, weird. Of course, that yeah. just, we have two na- babies named Monroe. It's it's very confusing sometimes for the yeah. children. It's going to be very when they get when they turn old when they're old enough. It's going to be very very weird for them. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good story. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I would say, but cosplay though, we've talked about like, should we have like a Halloween party? And we realized that like the best costume for most of our wrestling friends is just Kevin Owens. Yeah, we we were literally we we talked about doing a, a Halloween party where you you were gonna dress as a wrestler and there was gonna literally be a rule of no Kevin Owens because it <laughs> and just then would, see what people can oh, do. Yeah, you better believe I've. But shown then up I already Halloween claimed party. mankind, so that was gonna be too oh, hard. That's a cop I can't I can't say no Cover Kevin the Owens and then and I take the, a, yeah yeah. Yeah, it's it, funny how self-aware wrestling fans are sometimes. Like we we know what we what we look like. Well, that's why yeah. we like, like KO. We know what he we represents are. us. Right. Yeah. He is what I look like wrestling. I think in my head. Pretty. Yeah. I mean, we're all sure that yes, Kevin Owens is what we would all look like <laughs> as wrestlers. Yeah. That's part of the appeal, though, right? Yeah. Uh, it's exactly. Totally well, that's exactly the appeal. I think it's like we talk about like you know, who you, you see yourself as, and I think we. A lot of wrestling fans see themselves as Kevin Owens. Oh, I don't have the confidence to see myself as, you know, like a Johnny Mundo, you know, somebody. Yeah, yeah. that guy's got a or, lot of or even, or even Daniel Bryan, right? It's like, yeah, he doesn't have the look of a wrestler, and, and he's not maybe a classically handsome man, but, man, he does a lot of work. Whereas Kevin Owens obviously does a lot of work. It just doesn't seem like it. <laughs> right? But that's what makes him, that's what makes him better yeah, right? like, as a character. Like yeah. because because he's got he's got the that well, look, but that's, that's his look is a weapon, right? Well, yeah. I mean, like, if you're a ten year old, you want to be and you think you can be John Cena, right? Right. When you're thirty, you're like <laughs> maybe if I really started going to the gym, and I finally went to that wrestling school, I think I can cut a good promo. Maybe maybe I could do Kevin Owens. Yeah. I mean, I'm a native English speaker. He's a fucking Frenchie. I mean. And I then, kind of am ahead of him already. And then you realize ways. that John Cena wears uh, headbands for armbands because that's how big his biceps are. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I'm not making, I'm not getting there. It's, yeah, yeah I mean, I think, I, Kevin Owens has given interviews. He talked about it. like, there were points in my career where I thought to myself, you know, should I just go to the gym and not eat this pizza? And you're like, yeah, I think that all the time. <laughs> yeah. And that's why when I'm in the pool with my 12-year-old nephew and I give him an FU, I'm done for like 15 minutes. I need like a slice of watermelon and a Gatorade before I can even get out of the pool. Well, you should tell the story, Fax. Didn't your nephew believed you were Kevin Owens? He did. So <laughs> what? Yeah. So so uh, uh, I have family, you know, that lives in the Chicago area. Uh, right. As I mentioned, I'm from New York. 
And my nephew, who's like eight now, so he was probably like six at the time, six, seven. And um, I was coming into town to visit and we were doing it while, and, and he's in the wrestling, so it was gonna be his first house show. And it was also the, the night of uh, Orton Lesnar 2. So it was kind of a big house show. It was on the network, I think, WWE Network. So, oh, uh, the house show was it like September twenty. Yeah, because it was right before my birthday. Yeah, my I was at that show. Holy so, crap! So yeah. yeah, so hey man, small world. Well, it is right? at Starcast in Chicago. Hi, Hi there. Yeah, hey, we're besties now. Um, so my brother had kind of been telling him. He's like, hey, doesn't doesn't you know doesn't your uncle look kind of like Kevin Owens? Does he look like Kevin Owens? And I didn't know that. So like the second I got in the house, he comes up to me, and he just goes. I know you're not Kevin Owens. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, I know you're not really Kevin Owens. And I'm like, you're right. I'm not Kevin Owens. And then my brother, like after dinner that first night, like smartens me up. He's like, oh, by the way, he totally thinks you're Kevin Owens. And I, I may or may not have like kept that information going. <laughs> just let that. So then afterwards, I'm just like, you know, I start playing it up a little bit more. Because he was just like, like after dinner or after, maybe the next morning, he's like, hey, well, I mean, I know you're not, but if you were Kevin Owens, and this is when he was still universal champion, I yeah. believe. So he's like, you'd show me the universal title, right? And I'm like, I don't know. Depends how well you behave. <laughs> so you it's have like, blackmail if, over if, this child. If you're going to be good. Well, and because he was watching wrestling, and he, he's kind of like the case study for why if you have a boy, you maybe don't introduce pro wrestling them to like eight or nine. Cause he was literally just doing like <laughs> macho man elbow off the top, like every eight seconds He's super ADHD. And so like, there was a lot of that stuff. And, and then like right before we're literally about to leave to go to the Rosemont horizon, he goes to me and he sits down and he goes, listen, I know you are Kevin Owens. <laughs> he goes, you worked I, him. And he goes, I know you're not allowed to tell me. He goes, but please, please, can you show me the universal title? <laughs> so I go, listen, if I, if I win the title, if I retain the title tonight, and your dad says that you behave good at the show, and I notice you behave, I'll show you the universal title. So then, to keep kayfabe, and at these house shows, you don't necessarily know the order. So, like, Lesnar, yeah. uh, that wound up, I think, being the last match, the, the title match. The, the title Lesner match was Orton, the last match, yeah. Yeah. So, at one point, I left just because I had to, like, pee, get a soda. And uh, I was just like, let me see what's on next. Because I'm like, I literally was going to miss the main event just yeah. to keep kayfabe. But it wound up being, like, another two matches that I missed. And I, I eventually went back. And he's like, the match started like actual Kevin Owens gets introduced and he's like looking over to me he's looking at him he's looking over to me and like the first thing goes through his mind is like some kind of alternate dimension evil twin stuff because now he can't comprehend that I'm not Kevin Owens and I'm like yeah he's like kid real Kevin Owens only does TV and pay-per-view he doesn't do house shows they have a look-alike that does that and I can't show you the world universal title because he, ha you know, he, he has, has it, it right now. Right yeah. now, because I said I needed to spend time for my with this my is nephew. This one of Kevin's helpers. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So this is a very intricate lie. I'm pretty sure I've seen them multiple times since. I'm pretty sure he's been wisened up 100 percent that I'm not Kevin Owens, but there might still be a slight, slight doubt of like maybe they really do use lookalikes for house shows, <laughs> and maybe my uncle really is. Well, that would explain why sometimes Randy looks like he really, really cares, and other times he doesn't. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> right, right. The uh, 
The, Which Randy Orton are you getting? Uh, <laughs> well, this is actually Steve. This is Steve this is Randy Steve Yeah, Steve. <laughs> Steve-o. Steve but, uh, Orton. B- before Kevin Owens, who did who did we have to look like? I mean, if well, Mick Foley, right? Well, I think well, I guess, was, yeah. I mean, if you go back further, I mean, it's just like, ah, well, I love Hillbilly Jim because I relate right. to his physique. Although Hillbilly Jim was like six foot seven Fuck. and jacked. <laughs> so, yeah. Duggan, kind of? Akeem. Would we, would we have really liked Jim Duggan I liked Jim Duggan when I was, I was a kid. Who? I mean, he did get busted for, like, weed in the car, right? So, so he's so, cool. Yeah, exactly. You're like, yeah. I mean, Duggan I guess, I I guess it would be Jake the Snake if you were really into meth. But wow. Yeah. It's like I wasn't in, it really in just ma- depends on what your drug preference was exactly. as a child. That's exactly what if you were an alcohol guy, Scott Hall, even <laughs> though you you're like, maybe if I keep drinking I can look like Scott Hall and Hawk. Raven? Is Raven Ra- a oh, guy? Yeah. yeah. Tommy Dreamer definitely yeah. actually. Oh, Tommy's yeah. actually the real deal because he doesn't even dress up. He doesn't give and he talks about He's eating white castles by yeah. the dozen. Oh, he yeah. just wears anybody's shirt to the ring. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well that's I think if you look at the ECW crowd, that's why the dreamer dreamer raven thing was so perfect. It's because like Raven kind of looks like half the crowd and the other half of the crowd just looks like Dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just right. like it's a cult it's a it's a it's a personality clash right yeah. before their eyes. Either way, yeah. we're all shirt on wrestlers. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Spike Dudley, probably for some, not really us. Yeah. Because that's the thing is you're either like kind of chubby with a beard or you're deathly skinny. Right. Those are the only two flavors. Oh, that for sure. There are two places that this is what the crowd looks like, and it's this and a Kevin Smith show. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And just just change out your LIJ shirt for, for a hockey jersey. And it's central casting. <laughs> yeah. Well, we joke all the time. It's like you go to a wrestling show. There's a very distinct smell in yeah. the air. Sweaty bearded man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's an odor. Maybe a little bit of booze. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, know, you know them as well? Yeah. She does. We're, we're recording this she, right now. We're, we, Alex, Queen of the Ring, is, is in front of us. That's Because we're literally, not recording video right now. She so, literally, yeah. we were at Pro Wrestling Tees earlier picking up T-shirts, and we're just crossing the street. And we just hear, hey, curtain jerks. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? But Once again, this just shows how small the wrestling community really yeah. truly so small. is. <laughs> Although, not a fat guy with a beard. So, showing, killing our point. So who, so, who do you relate to when you watch wrestling? Who do I relate to when I like, watch wrestling? Who do you wrestling? see yourself in? Yeah, we were all saying we see ourselves in Kevin Owens. Right. <laughs> and most male fans do. What about you? Uh, I guess right now I would see myself more as Becky Lynch, especially Becky, as Becky like her Lynch. underdog gimmick right now. Um, yeah, pretty much. Also, I used to have like really bright hair like her, so for a while I really did relate to her. <laughs> Your father isn't the greatest world champion that ever lived. My father isn't what? Is not the greatest world champion that ever lived. So no, but he really does see. look like uh, Goldberg and Stone Cold Steve Austin had a really? baby, so close enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I associate I associate big bald males with fat assness. Yes, I, like, like I don't yeah. fuck with that guy. Yeah, especially with the goatee. Yeah, that's why the Big Show I think did that. Like he's just giant stone cold. That yeah. was a trend. There was like yeah. a five year period where all the wrestlers suddenly were like, oh, I'm done with hair. Kurt Angle, Rock, yeah. Big Show, and yeah. I was, then Triple H joined in, and I was like, God, is it going to be the whole roster is like doing this? Is yeah. it mandatory? Is yeah, it like Baron St- Corbin, not, not until. Is it like Steinbrenner with the Yankees, where he makes everyone get a haircut? I was gonna say Vince is like, <laughs> my hair is starting to thin. No one can have better hair than me. Cut it off! Yeah. God damn it! All right, all right. Here's my pitch for the next pay per view. It's all hair versus hair matches. <laughs> 
<laughs> Except for Roman, the man looks like a god. And then here's what happens. Then the winners, they go on to face each other in, a, in you guessed it, hair versus hair matches. <laughs> it's a tournament. One head of one hair man, left standing. Only We're one man bring comes you. out with hair, and it's Roman Reigns. Wait, Live wait. from China, the Undertaker's last hair versus hair match. Winner gets plugs. Yeah. You get it back. Exactly. After that hair versus hair tournament, you get the hair back. Oh, and ladies, don't think that you're getting out of no, this, too. No. This is an evolution. <laughs> I'm just thinking Everyone's going to look like Molly Holly when this is done. I'm We're going to find out if Sasha's a natural purple head. How long can we do Vince impersonations for an entire podcast episode? It's until your throat hurts. We've done this. <laughs> I'm just thinking, though, about, about what happens, like what Roman Reigns is like gelled up like and greased up hair looks like on the, if you were to shave Roman Reigns' head does it like does it just like fall in a mop like where it's just in a position like it just it stands up on it just runs away it's actually sentient once it's removed from his it's like his it's like venom it's a symbiote yeah maybe that's why he's so powerful it could be I wonder why Nash cut his hair just to bring it back to the beginning. Oh, he for Punisher. The best here. Yeah. Oh, he had to go do the Punisher it. movie. He's kept it. Yeah, but maybe it's his new thing. Yeah, maybe he's. Oh man, though, he had good hair. Maybe the wife said something nice when he got home. Like you yeah. look so much better without yeah. all that shit hanging on your shoulders. Yeah. And then he ignored that. But then next time he went to the strip club, they they echoed he it. Said, so yeah. he was like, "All right, there's got, there's got to be something here. <laughs> Easier to maintain. <laughs> he probably s- saves like a grand a month on shampoo. Because my God." Or conditioner, Jesus. Jesus. I'm looking at Brian Cage right now. He's he's that he is a jacked man. He's he's a large he man. also could wear headbands as a uh, a, a bicep, like uh, sizable yes. headbands. Like when yeah. I look at him, it's like clothes look hard. <laughs> yeah. That's where you, the, the Kevin Owens thing is coming back in. Like you look at yeah. it, and you go, I don't even know where to begin. I thought you were gonna be like, I look at him and I see a lot of myself. <laughs> What could have been the road not, not well, taken? You know, your dream more starts months. with Cage, and it gradually devolves yes. until exactly. Yeah, when you're when I was a kid, I thought I could be Hulk Hogan or the Ultimate Warrior, absolutely. But by like teenage years, I'm like, yeah, mankind, that sounds that's easy, that's achievable, like, right? I can throw myself off stuff. Yeah, I can. I've got that. Yeah, I, I can take this. some pain. You either have to be, you have to look great and be able to take bumps, or you can look like crap and take like devastating bumps. Right? Yeah, like yeah. You, know, you, you you have to get thrown off cages and shit. Eventually. It also harkens back in a way, though, right? Because like you look at like someone like Bruno San Martino. Bruno San Martino looks like a lot of Italian men I know. As someone who grew up as an Italian in New York, like Bruno San Martino kind of looks like my grandfather. He's just tougher. Like that's the assumption is that like anyone could be Bruno San Martino if they were that tough. Did your grandfather think he could be Bruno San Martino? Is that who he looked at and was like, I could do that? I think I mean he had the same barrel chest and and, and uh, hairy chest. I think he yeah he would have been like I could I could be Bruno Zimmer. For my grandfather it was Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> That's who he really thought he could be. His dad looks like Jerry Lawler. Ooh. I and I make a point to say this every time I did, see him. Did, did your He's mom ever like kiss Jerry Lawler in a bar before he That's was super all it famous takes. and? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, you, have you guys eaten all at uh, Jerry Lawler's restaurant in Memphis? I've not. I've not. Is it either. good? Yeah. Talk no. about it. No. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, I don't want to say that. The man's around here. Jerry so comes we had a right whole episode reviewing Hi, his chicken tenders. Uh, it, yeah, it's, don't, don't go down there. You're not going to get pregnant down there. It's not. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah, I, I actually feel bad talking about that here now. Uh, 
Just yeah, I, I, we did a whole episode where he reviewed the experience at his restaurant, and yeah, but that was in the comfort of home, probably right, yeah, or at oh, least I had no difference. Oh yeah, he was a yeah. badass when he was in his own room. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever go to WWF New York? No, oh, I wish I had been able to. I believe it was called it was, the World. It was kind of. I remember. I think I went once, and <laughs> this is a weird story that I'm remembering now. I think I went with a friend of mine, like, but before a date, like I was like, ah, I can't take a date to this place, but uh, we go hang with my friend at, at WWF New York before then. Um, and yeah, it was like I think it was like kind of fun. It was overpriced, but it was. You they know, were losing a million dollars a year on that. That's a lot of money to lose. And, yeah. And. and Whenever I think of that place, the last memory I have of that isn't even anything from WWF TV. I remember Exhibit performed like a New Year's Eve concert there <laughs> one year, from the live from the world. And I was like, "That's where the wrestler restaurant is." So as a you, kid, you yeah. went there pre-date. Yeah, yeah. Like you I went, went there pre-game for your date. Exactly. I was like, "I'm gonna have some lunch" because I think we weren't meeting for. Di- we were gonna go like play. I was in, like high school. We were gonna go like play, go to a billiards hall or something. Um, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna have lunch before this date." Is his uh, wrestling fandom ever affected a relationship for you? Oh, that's a good question. How do they handle that? No, I'm, my wife was a fan when she was a teenager, which I think helped. Like, she was just like, "Oh yeah," like, she's like, "I love The Rock." I love. She was like, she, she's not like super into it. We watched like Total Divas together. Um, See, isn't that is a great husband-wife activity that it's wrestling, but not quite? Totally. It's, it's oh, a yeah. gateway drug, yeah. essentially. I right? will say, though, the last season of Total Bellas um, is maybe the worst season of television I've ever watched in full, other than the next-to-last season of Entourage. Ooh, yeah, next-to-last season of Entourage. That pretty was rough. Pretty yeah, but, hey, but, but you know what? Total Bellas... Don't even have to worry about it now. We got Miz and Misses. I was gonna say you got That's Miz and Misses now. I like that too because it's like a half hour long. It's it's much you easier get what to you pull need out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. All right. Well, we'll we might uh, we might have to let you go here yeah, for yeah, a second. Yeah, I think we're okay with that. We. All right. Well, it was nice talking to you guys. This uh, this is actually something we've had going on for a while with this man. Uh, All right. This oh. is this is scary. Thank you for sitting in with us, guys. This really should let you some respect. Fellow Long Island guy here. Hey. Awesome. So uh, I'm sitting down here with what's the name of this shitty podcast? Oh, this is a predetermined a pro wrestling hangout. Oh, great! What an original name. Right? I'm super long. I'm sure that really helps with branding. Yeah. Smart move. I know. Yeah. Smart move, guys. If you can't tell, I'm being really sarcastic. Oh, we can tell. Yeah. I'm, oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure. I'm great. Because I know most people that live in this general area. Honestly, most wrestling fans in general, shit just. Right over their head. Where would you prefer to perform? Where would I prefer to perform? Yeah, where would you rather be here's than here thing. right now? Here's the here's here's the reason why I'm so upset. Chicago is literally the raging dumpster fire of America. <laughs> and quite frankly, anybody who was born and raised here is the equivalent of dog shit. Human dog shit. You and I actually are finally agreeing on something. Oh, cool. But can I tell you something that we might not agree on? Yeah, go ahead. The fact that if I were you, I'd probably invest in some acne medication. That boil on your nose is bigger than the one from that. Uh, what was that? What was the name of that movie with that big ass witch? It's huge. She had a huge nose. Hand some chick an apple. I don't know. I don't watch Disney guys, but that is what this dude looks like. <laughs> he looks like a witch that just wants to hand you a big old red apple. Beautiful, beautiful blue eyes though. Thank you. I'm I- just fucking with you. <laughs> you look like a complete asshole. 
So fire away some questions. Let's go. I'm bored. I've made an insane amount of money today, so I might as well have I'm, some fun. You got, have you got people paying you for the opportunity just to stand next to you? I've had some people. One guy paid me $50 to insult him for a minute straight, and it was quite possibly the most fun I think I've ever had <laughs> since I was in the hotel room with those three chicks last night that I met at AAW. Oh, yeah. So, so it's not all bad here, is what you're saying? No, oh, no, yeah. no. Walk moments. that one back. Yeah. Well, to be fair, none of the girls were from Chicago because I have taste. Oh, okay. But I met them at the AAW show. Did you bring them in from Milwaukee or something? No, uh, three Canadian chicks. You can't, yeah. yeah. So, in other words, you feel better when you leave the country. Oh, absolutely. I feel like I might be the only person from the U.S. of A. that is actually not awful at just everything in life in general. Do you guys have any wrestling questions for me? I mean, there's pretty much every single podcast in this row is salivating at the mouth right now, and they're wondering, how the hell did I land on predetermined a pro wrestling hangout? And they, they want me so bad. So here's your chance, guys. Prove your worth. Show why I should be sitting here in the first place. Let's go. Well, that is impossible. Okay. Uh, because I feel like anything I say, you're going to be able to turn around. No, no. I think you're pretty good hey, at this. Who, me? Here's no. the deal. You're better than me. I know. Okay, okay. I'm going to yeah, go ahead right. and just submit. You're right. But in a Bushi Club shirt. Cool, man. You know what else is cool? Not having a double chin. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so let's just get some wrestling questions. Okay. So we were actually sponsoring one of your matches in Southern Underground Pro is that in right? Nashville. Yeah. Okay. But we uh, invested in you. Okay. I was in a triple threat match there that some have claimed to be one of the best professional wrestling matches they've ever seen live. Who, who, who said this? Uh, me. <laughs> you were there. You had a front row ticket. Oh, absolutely. I had the best seat in the house. Right. Yeah, I was beating the shit out of people through my eyeballs. That's the place to be if you're a wrestling fan. Through my eyeballs. And it was an, actually an eye poke mania match. Oh, absolutely. It was me, Mance Warner, and uh, Ethan Page. Ethan Page, unfortunately. Yeah, he was there too. But yeah, it was a, it was a really phenomenal match. The last time I was there, uh, I believe I kicked the promoter in the nuts. That is true. Yeah, I yeah. That was fun. It's the only way I can describe that. I, Super fun. I did wear your scarf that night. It was you. It was me. It was you. We've was got me. some history with you. Well, uh, MJF <laughs> has just left this interview. He did not appreciate the scarf wearing. Thank you for your time today. Have a great rest of your day, MJF. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was fun. That went exactly like I wanted it to.